This episode today is from the latest issue of Salmon Trout Steelheader magazine. I just got this one in the mailbox today, and I've got an article in it called Fishing with Frank. I might do that one for an upcoming podcast episode, but it's just so cool uh, to get a magazine in the mailbox filled with information about our favorite fish, salmon, trout, and steelhead. So the best way you can support this podcast is by subscribing to Salmon Trout Steelheader or Great Lakes Angler. And of course, you can go to SalmonTroutSteelheader.com or GLAngler.com to order yourself a subscription. And then you get to walk out to the mailbox and instead of getting a bunch of junk mail and bills, pull out a beautiful magazine chock full of your favorites. And I would like to give a special shout out to Al's Goldfish as well for sponsoring this episode. By the way, I just stopped by the local lake here in uh, southwest Washington. And I had no idea, but they had just stocked it with brown trout. So I was just going to eat my dinner there and make a few casts. I pulled out the neon blue Al's Goldfish in one quarter ounce. It's blue and chrome with a red eye. Absolutely deadly in rivers, lakes, and creeks. Started making some casts. First cast, brown trout on. And within an hour and 15 minutes, I'd got, you know, 10 bites, landed uh, six browns. And it was just really cool. I've caught browns in Montana on Al's goldfish and on flies, but have never caught a Washington brown trout. So just a little side note. I'm sure you've heard it from me before, but Al's goldfish spoons... I cannot get enough of them. I really can't. So, this article is called Trolling Tips for Lower Columbia Chinook. This is written by Bill Herzog, and uh, it uh, is contributed by Jared Higginbotham. Bill, of course, is just a, a wonderful guy, a great writer, and Jared, you can't miss him. He's a giant. But the guy has a giant heart as well, and uh, I have to say, is an absolute blessing to know. Jared really is. And uh, not only that, he's fishy. So with all that said, let's get down to it. 10% catch 90% of Lower Columbia Spring Chinook. Jared Higginbotham of Yakima Bait tells us how to join the 90% club. And of course, we're talking about the 90% of fish. When I was hosting Northwest Wild Country Radio Show in Seattle nearly 20 years ago, we invited newly minted head of sales and marketing manager of Yakima Bay, Jared Higginbotham, to come into the studio for the show. My first thought when he barely fit through the studio door was his poor mom, and we ain't got no chairs in here gonna fit that boy. Those who know Jared, and there are many here in the Northwest, call him the world's largest nine-year-old for good reason. He's probably too big to play offensive tackle for the Seahawks, and his line of sideways humor is just as grand. His knowledge of trolling for Spring Chinook is nearly as vast as he is. I'm proud to call him my great friend, and he agreed to share some of his salmon trolling experience for Lower Columbia River April Kings. I spent an afternoon interviewing him recently in his office at Yakima Bay in Granger. When you put two people with uber nutty minds in the same room, it can be difficult to stay on subject. When the topic wasn't flying off the rails, here's what Lil Jer had to say. Pay attention. 
And by the way, I want to mention this applies to so many different fisheries. Don't just think it's a lower Columbia thing only. Um, you know, really spring Chinook trolling in general, whether it be above Bonneville on the Columbia River or some of those uh, coastal areas that people might be trolling for spring Chinook. And for some of you Great Lakes listeners, you really want to keep some of this in mind. You'd be surprised at how much of this stuff transfers. Bill's question. Start by giving us some basic first thoughts before you get to the water. Jared says, It seems obvious, but the separation is in the preparation. There is very little luck when trolling for springers. Luck in the springer fisher person's world is prep meeting opportunity. A guy once said, All my fish are caught in my garage. Is never more true. I spend more time getting ready for a springer trip than actually fishing. Again, this is obvious to most of us, but prep your gear before you launch. The best springer anglers are always ready to drop them at the first hint of daylight. Even if you are not a guide, do as the best guides do and talk to your people on board about what you expect them to do during the day before you hit the river. Explain to them how to work and stay on top of the gear, how to react to a salmon strike, their job when a fish is hooked. You are the main roper in the rodeo. Let's talk about that prepped gear. Rods, reels, lines first. Keep all your gear the same. If even one person is using a different outfit, it may be a damn good outfit, but if it's different, that person won't be fishing the same as the rest. Every rod in the water has to be fishing at its optimum, or that's just one last chance at a fish. Start with fresh line. It's stronger and you know it's the same diameter on all reels. A line that is a different brand or has a lot of use won't have the same diameter. That and the exact same amount of line on each reel so line counters all match perfectly. It sounds ticky-tack, but when you have seven rods out and I'm watching the fish finder and yell out, put them at 34 feet, they're all fishing ideal depth. All the same knots, too. About that gear, lines. Always braid. You won't find any guide or open division spring or troller using mono anymore. Main line is 65-pound Power Pro. Reels are Shimano Takoda 500 LC line counters. Rods are all 1265 E6X G Loomis 10640. 10-40. The best use the best, so there you go. We use heavy main lines with heavy bumpers, so when... Not if you find one of the zillions of trees, buoy lines, etc. Laying around in the lower river when you have to break off, you only lose a lighter pound test leader, not 50 bucks in terminal gear. About that terminal gear, what do you got on there? First, slide on a large bead on the main line. This prevents the angler from reeling up the slider slash swivel into the top rod guides and breaking the inset. Then slip on a slider dropper, a VIP line lock slider that prevents line twist, tie off the main line to a six bead chain swivel, then a 16 inch 50 pound bumper to another bead chain swivel and large duo lock clip. On the dropper, put on a large swivel on the duo lock, then a 14 inch dropper to another clip for the lead ball. The dropper and the bumper are different lengths so they don't tangle. As far as weight, Standard issue round lead balls, 6 to 12 ounce weight determined by trolling speed, depth, current. Trolling is always done with the river current and tidal flow. All leads must match so they do not tangle. All rods have the same line angle. Now for the good stuff. 
A must for early season trolling is the triangle inline fish flash. Yakima bait makes them in four sizes. A number four, smallest, six, eight, and ten. The medium, number eight, and large, number ten, are the best for lower Columbia. Colors, green and chartreuse every day. If those colors don't produce, try chartreuse and green. Seriously. Other combos work well, like UV moon jelly and fluorescent red. But for kings, it's very hard to beat some sort of green. Leaders are all tied with 25-pound Maxima Ultra Green, 36 to 48 inches shorter leaders and dirty water. In the middle of the leader, always place a bead chain swivel. This not only totally eliminates line twists, but makes a smoother roll on the cut plug herring at slow trolling speed. Fluorocarbon is not necessary. For herring trolling, we use a 4-aught lead and a 3-aught stinger hook tied tandem to fit like a green label herring. If the water is clearer or salmon become finicky, we use two tandem 3-aughts instead. Leaders are all tied to 6-bead chain swivels and large duo-lock snaps for fast change and easy storage on leaderboards. Here's Bill again. You gave a few hints in there on how-to. Details? Jared says... I mentioned trolling with the current and tide, always. A wounded or distressed bait fish does not go against the current. Line angle, standard 45 degrees. Springers travel and bite best in 30 feet of water or less. Target areas with current breaks. The edges, the ends of points or islands. If you can find spots that are 1 to 3 degrees warmer, stay in that area as salmon will gravitate towards the slightly warmer water. And remember, sand warms more quickly than rocks, so stay sandy. Fish slow. Watch your gear in the water before letting it down. And let it out slow to avoid tangles. You really want a tight spin on your herring, too. Aggressive springers will always go right on the deck. Rarely do you get one that's suspended. Knowing that, your gear must literally bang the bottom. The biggest key to find traveling or pausing springers is to look for the humps in the sandy bottom. Moving salmon will lay immediately behind those humps. Mini current breaks. Let your lead puff the sand. Now pay attention. This one trick is golden. Allow your lead to tick the humps. Salmon will lay on the other side of the hump. When you see your bumping lead stop and it drops over the edge, get ready as a smoke and strike will happen now. About that strike, no reaction is the best reaction. You hear different opinions on this one, but this is the correct reaction to a salmon trolling bite, especially with herring. Leave the clicker on, leave the drag as loose as possible, just tight enough so line does not slip off the spool when trolling. When it eats it, you'll know. It's pretty violent. Leave it in the holder until it begins to smoke away, and do not set the hook. Allow the rod to fully load and the fish to turn so the hooks find purchase. This is plenty of power to drive hooks home. Setting the hook only results in the bait or lure being pulled out of the fish's mouth. Bites in the early season are few and far between as a rule. Actually, hooking and landing a prize springer is better than the horrors of a blown bite and cheaper than 100 bucks an hour for therapy. And Bill asks here, sounds like bait over lures for what's on the end of the lure. Jared replies, well-brined, firm, tightly spinning, green label cut plug herring is always the first choice. 
Salmon immediately out of the ocean, traveling hundreds of miles and not spawning for half a year, are still feeding. They want meat. However, our spinfish in either 3.0 or 4.0 work well when bait is hard to find, or sometimes springers just want that kicktail action. Spinfish work like bait because you can put any bait you want in the hollow two-part chamber. Rig those on a 36-inch, 25-pound test leader with tandem three-aught hooks. And I must say, it really is nice to have this in the magazine because of all the nice um, little diagrams and pictures that you'll see. So definitely pick up a copy in your local stores or uh, get one on the website or subscribe for the next stuff. Bill asks, colors of spinfish? Jared replies, like Buzz Ramsey says, let the fish tell you what they want. I would say the top three colors are Double Trouble, Mad Clown, and Dr. Death, the old steelhead color. Salmon love metallic pink, it seems. We're working on new colors, really excited about the Mexican hat and the smooth goat. They'll be killers. Bill says, any other tips? I'm sure you have several more. Jared, a lot of common knowledge stuff. Trust your electronics. If you are marking salmon, don't leave fish to find fish. And if you don't find fish, move around until you do. Stay dialed in. Don't be a lazy troller. The anglers that do best in these really difficult early season fisheries are constantly adjusting their gear to stay on the bottom, not dragging the deck, but tickling it, so to speak. It's a marathon down there. Remember, rarely a hook fest. There's a huge difference between one and zero when trolling for early season lower Columbia Spring Chinook. Be sure to check or change your gear every 15 to 30 minutes. A fresh tight bait gets springers, not a blown out poorly spinning herring. Check for grass too, same 15 to 30 minutes. One little piece of the oh-so-common grass will foul a bait, lure, or fish flash. Always keep your boat super clean. Prevent any negative smells from possibly getting to any part of your gear. I gas up my boat the day before, and no smoking in my boat. No cigars, cigarettes, or laughing lettuce. Nothing. Bill says, some last thoughts? And Jared says, early season Springer anglers are, well, just different. Hardcore. I love it as many do because it's so difficult. You're grinding. Some heck, most days dawn until almost dark. Not to mention, these are are the finest eating salmon. No, check that. Finest eating fish on this green earth. Best of all, the camaraderie on the boat. The time you get to spend with special people. Can't wait. Well, thanks for your time, man, and save me a seat. And then, something that I can't show you unless you've got the magazine. Jared's Cosmic Funk Bait Recipe for Spinfish. And let me tell you, I fish with Jared, and wow. Just straight up produces. He's a blast to fish with. He's hilarious. But this guy's got some of those secrets. You know, fishing with Buzz Ramsey for so many years and so other... You know, all these other talented anglers, Bill Herzog, of course, um, who wrote the article. But Jared, you know, he doesn't take himself too seriously, but he's a serious angler and and a great guy to boot. Um, A guy who's been through a lot. He really has, but still keeps this positive mindset. And I'm, you know, so thankful for him and what he does and what he teaches and 
I'm lucky enough to have his phone number, so I get to dig a few extra tips out of him here and there. But if you have the magazine, take a look at that spinfish recipe. It's a tuna recipe that you can put in a number of lures or even in your tuna balls, and it flat out kills. I've seen it in action. All right, guys, thanks again for listening to the Salmon Trout Steelheader podcast. If you could tell your friends about this podcast, that'd mean a lot to me. My name is Lucas Holmgren, and it's a pleasure to have you. I enjoy these, so I hope you do too. Take care.